I'll actually be taking the gospel reading this morning from the feast of St. Cyril of Jerusalem, or the suggested reading. It may or may not be in your, in your books. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He takes away every branch in me that does not bear fruit, and every one that does he prunes so that it bears more fruit. You are already pruned because of the word that I spoke to you. Remain in me as I remain in you. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit, because without me you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me will be thrown out like a branch and wither. People will gather them and throw them into a fire, and they will be burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want, and it will be done for you. By this is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. The Gospel of the Lord. Do you know how to make a Christian? Well, it is the same way you make holy water. How do you make holy water? You boil the hell out of it. (laughs) And there is a close connection between holy water and a new Christian because we use holy water to baptize and create a new Christian, a child of God. In other words, first you boil the hell out of the holy water so that you can use it later to get the hell, original sin and actual sin, out of a newly minted Christian who is pure gold, or even better, pure grace, a saint. There is no hell in a new Christian. In the Catholic Church, there are two ways to create a Christian. The baptism of infants or babies and the baptism of adults. Even though baptism of babies is more common today, how you and I were probably made a Christian, the ancient practice was the baptism of adults. After a long period of intense study and preparation, called the catechumenate. Some of the most famous converts to Christianity are these. Saul the Pharisee, who became St. Paul the Apostle and was baptized as an adult in Acts chapter 9. St. Augustine, one of the greatest doctors of the church, was baptized around the year 386 when he was 33 years old. St. John Henry Newman, who was already baptized as an Anglican but became a Catholic in 1845. More recently, one of my favorites, Scott Hahn, 
became a Catholic after leaving Presbyterianism in 1986. And I personally love the story of the deathbed conversion of Judge Isaac Parker, who, as he lay dying, called out to his Irish Catholic wife, Mary O'Toole, Mary, call the priest. Father Lawrence Smith, pastor of Immaculate Conception Church, and my predecessor as pastor, took holy water and boiled the hell out of Isaac Parker by baptizing him. In other words, first we get the hell out of the water so that later we can get the hell out of the people by baptism. March 18th is the annual feast of St. Cyril of Jerusalem, who lived in the 4th century, meaning the 300s. St. Cyril is the one who really put the catechumenate, that long period of study and prayer, on the Catholic map with a series of sermons called the Jerusalem Catechesis. The Jerusalem Catechesis, where he was the bishop. Cyril preached a total of 23 sermons, or lectures really, to prepare adults for baptism and to create new Christians. St. Cyril did what our own St. Peggy Brandebera does today here at IC in the RCIA classes. St. Cyril's first 18 catechesis came before baptism, and the remaining five lectures came after baptism. Similarly, the modern RCIA classes have lectures both before and after baptism. Another interesting similarity between the ancient catechumenate of St. Cyril and the modern RCIA of St. Peggy is the Mass of the Catechumens. Have you heard of that? The Mass of the Catechumens was the first half of the Mass or the Liturgy of the Word, where we hear the Scriptures proclaimed and the sermon preached, but then the catechumens, the unbaptized, are dismissed. As they were leaving, the minister would declare solemnly, holy things for the holy. Holy things for the holy. In other words, a Christian could stay for the liturgy of the Eucharist, the second half of the Mass, because he or she had been baptized. That is, holy water had made them holy and boiled the hell out of them. Holy things for the holy. The Eucharist, the most holy thing on heaven or on earth for those who are holy, who have had the hell boiled out of them by baptism. My friends, as we go through Lent and approach Easter, the sacraments of salvation, especially baptism, please pray for our RCIA candidates and catechumens. They follow in a long line of courageous Catholic converts, St. Paul, St. Augustine, St. John Newman, Scott Hahn, and Judge Isaac Parker. Pray God give them the grace to persevere 
through the catechetical lectures of St. Peggy, and finally have the hell boiled out of them by baptism this Easter. Then they will understand intimately what Jesus meant in the gospel today from John chapter 15 when he said, I am the vine and you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit because without me you can do nothing. And then they too will be able to say holy things for the holy. Praised be Jesus Christ.